the the thing about Philly is really weird. Like you have to pay a lot of money living like certain places, and it's still not that. Like I pay a lot of money for my a good amount of money for my apartment, and it's not that. So right now, like I got a speakeasy right down the street from me. <laughs> you know, that's where like it be going down. And right now, like you couldn't tell me it's COVID right now. <laughs> like right, um, right. there's a there's a strip club down the street that's open every single night. You know, like. Um, but with that being said, like, hey, welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour, where we interview dope people doing dope things from around the world. Today, we have an amazing guest. Tell us who you are and what you do. My name is Ron. Um, I am a sixth grade social studies science teacher. Uh, here in the city of Philadelphia, city brotherly love. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> you look like a sixth grader. Um, <laughs> what, made you, <laughs> what made you go into education? Um, so edu- I was always, like, as a kid, I was always good at math. Um, and I, I have a very, um, very bubbly personality. Um, I enjoy being active. I don't like being bored or tied down. But I also like helping people. Um, and... Um, so yeah, so I figured education would be the right route. Um, I moved over to science social studies because that's like, I like um, being able to have more control over um, what I teach and what I talk about. And social studies science has like the amount of flexibility that I need, especially for my level of knowledge. Um, I know a lot about, especially social studies, like history mainly. So that's dope. Cause like that kind of ties into a little bit about travel, right? So like, mm-hmm as people travel, they start to kind of like subconsciously remember some of the things they learn in grade school. Yeah. And so are you um, reassuring your students that this information might be relevant beyond the classroom or it's not something that they're like really con- you're conscious of, of doing just yet? You know, what's funny is, um, so I do sixth grade social studies. So sixth grade science is earth science. And so that's, and I specifically love sixth grade science because it's so easy to apply to literally anything we're doing. Um, when we do convection currents, which is um, the way the water boils, like it's so easy to, to go over exactly the product because kids know, oh, the water's boiling, but they don't understand like what's going on behind it. Or when they're breathing air, they don't understand like this was happening or when they're getting hot, like they don't understand or energy transfer, like, going over exactly like in real time what's going on same thing in social studies um i actually so once again like in um i have a lot of free range in social studies so i specifically cater to what i think my students would need to learn um last one of the last lessons we did was about the stock market um the beginning of the stock market how it came about um what's its purpose so yeah i try to um make it as relevant for them as possible. Okay. And so um, let's talk about travel a little bit. Like what got okay. you into traveling? So what got me into traveling was definitely being the, well, actually first got me into traveling was um, going to college. Um, went to college in 2012. Um, that was literally the furthest I've ever been because shout out to IUP. Um, they gave me the most money. <laughs> um, that was the, and um, <laughs> 
and my best friend uh, and a couple of my friends went there too. I'm like, uh, it's probably the easiest decision, best decision, um, greatest decision of my life. I would never, ever, ever want to take it back. So. Okay. Okay. And so from college, um, what else, you know, what else, what other experiences have you had? I mean, just going, just road tripping different places, um, becoming a bros, aya aya. Um, becoming <laughs> bros is a big factor in traveling. Um, my my longest road trip was definitely to Atlanta. Um, uh, went there with like three of my homies, three of my non-bro homies, and like for AGP, <laughs> and like we just, I just had to make it happen. Like I had like a hundred dollars in my account. Like it was, it was real treacherous. But we, you know we finessed. Well, let's, yeah, let's, let's let's talk about the road trip because I think that's a a lost uh, a lost subject a lost subcategory when we talk about traveling, right? And for a college kid, the the biggest way to get around it or to see different places is a road trip. You pile yeah. a bunch of people in a car, exactly. you divvy up who drives, you determine yeah. all right, everybody's splitting gas and tolls. So let's talk about how your road tripping experiences because you said some of it was bro related and some was pretty much just going to school to school like Pitt, mm -hmm. IUP, uh, Slippery Rock, Penn yeah. State. That, I mean, that Eastern Pennsylvania, Western Pennsylvania was pretty much yeah. one big road trip. So yeah. talk about that a little bit. I mean, so like, um, so first, my, my first long range trip. Well, yeah, all my, honestly, all my trips were pretty much like in a car. I've actually, um, me and my homie for spring break in 2015, probably, we went down to uh, North Carolina. That was the furthest ride, furthest drive. It took like 12 hours, maybe 11 hours. Rough, rough trip. Um, but we got there, it was a car. Second long, uh, then in 2017, um, went down to Atlanta in the car. The funny thing about that is um, we actually went down on a spare tire, like on a spare. Oh, wow. like, yeah, the wow. spare made it there, made it back. We got to <laughs> Pittsburgh, like we was on the bridge in Pittsburgh on the expressway, like four in the morning. And that's when it spared, like it was done. <laughs> like, wow, was you guys great. went down there and back on a prayer. Yeah, and it worked, it worked, it was a great time, but like, listen, like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was real sketchy. And so I have listen, people tell like, yo, you gotta get your spirit. I know the power of the spirit. Like the spirit, <laughs> it, it holds you down, get you. Yeah, yep. yep. you ain't supposed to do a whole ride with the spare. It's supposed to be there listen, in case it of an emergency. <laughs> it was it was this guy was with us, man. Right. Listen, look, 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 kids back home. Respect the spare. <laughs> <laughs> So have you done any like plane based travel? Um actually no. Um so my first my first trip was supposed to be this year to I think it was Puerto Rico, but then COVID happened and it's like <laughs> everything just got shut down. So I'm like, uh unfortunately I ended up paying all the money for the ticket. Um I got the credits, but you know, it was like a grip. Look, there's always 2021. Look, yeah. check out my trip. Check out my trip alerts. I got some dope trips coming up. So, um, so as far as road trips go, like, what is the the deciding factor of you know whether or not you're gonna go on a road trip or not? Um, so right now it's 
Like, um, so I think I got my license pretty well a couple of years ago. Um, and so back then it was, how am I getting there? Who's driving? Do I trust the person that's driving? Um, Cause you know, like refund checks had refund checks had me, you know, balling around road trip seasons. Like, you know, I already know, let me save this money. Let me put this money away for this trip, this trip, this trip, this gas money, this gas money. Cool. But so now um, it's more, do I feel like driving? Um, and then I'm older now, I have a real job. Do I feel like, cause now I have to like, as soon as I get off of work, um, well, before pre-COVID, as soon as I get off of work, boom, I got hit the road. I am tired when I get off. Like working with kids is exhausting. <laughs> so now I gotta, like it, that has to be planned. Like I gotta be able to take an hour nap after work, maybe get off work an hour early <laughs> so I can take a nap. And then I get the road with this uh, monster and seeds. So uh, you sound like an old man. You looking so young, but sound like an old man. man I, listen, I know my. I, I party myself. I, I exhausted myself too much at IUP, man. Like them day drinking experiences. <laughs> I can't even like. I realized at the age of twenty five, like I'm done. I'm I'm washed. I can't do it. Uh, so that you're too young to be washed. Too young to be washed. Listen, I'm. Let me let me say, I'm not in my prime anymore. Prime rock <laughs> handle like all. Wake up eight o'clock, drunk. No net till the next morning, till next 8 a.m. Like, I'm good. Okay. Then the next morning, I'm out and about, you know? Like, we're good. Gotcha. Now, yo, after the day party, I need a nap. Don't don't ask me. <laughs> I'm in my car taking a sleep. I'm in the crib. You might be gone sleep. for the rest of the day. Forget the for nap. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and then when I wake up, like, I'm probably not going nowhere. Like, if it's not a chill vibe, like, I'm I'm not getting drunk no more after the first time. Gotcha. So what was so? Do you have like a top five road trips you've ever taken? Um. So definitely Atlanta, just because the experience. Uh, like once again, it was just all on the whim, man. Um, I was down there. So um, Atlanta Greek picnic. I went to um. Jiho, um, and that was another one because I, that wasn't supposed to happen. Like that was not supposed to happen. I got a ride down to Baltimore. Baltimore, uh, Maryland brothers were doing a eight six or eight seven or something like that. I can't remember what it was called. A Halloween party, and then my man John Wall hit me like, well, he like, yo, I'm going to Jiho. You trying to slide? Yeah, <laughs> like you can't. I'm not. I'm not turning that down. So I'm like, all right, cool. We get all the way down there, and it was an amazing experience, amazing time. Um, actually, I think that was the no, that was the second time, but that was the first time being on the down south college campus. Um, yeah, actually, yeah, it was my furthest homecoming. I love DC trip, by the way. That's number one. Um, you can't sleep on the DC trip. The Zeta Centennial, amazing, <laughs> amazing. Uh, always chasing the cat, huh? Yeah, listen, I <laughs> love chasing the cat. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, the, but DC is always such a dope city, man. My um, my LB live out DC. My other um, line brother lives out Baltimore. 
is always and it's always such a fun time. Like I got a lot of homies out Baltimore. I mean, all DC um, from going to IUP. Who I mean, it's all love. It's all a great experience. You got the brunch vibes. You got very beautiful young ladies, and it's always like being in Philly. I just I just be wanting to get out of Philly, man. Like I know these is the trenches. But at least <laughs> in, in, in DC, I don't know the trenches. Like I don't know to recognize. Like in Philly, I I'm not gonna. I know what that's what that's hitting for. That's <laughs> like I don't know what the trenches is in DC. Like I can be a, a tourist in Philly. Nah, it's hard to be a tourist because I know. Okay, I don't like what this is looking like. This is right, right, right. So with that being said, you kind of bring me to a, another point that I want to actually re- really discuss with you, like on a more serious tip, like with everything that's been going on, Brianna Taylor with um, uh, the, the, the just relentless um, attack on black men and women um, mm-hmm. in the United States, how do you move around without feeling like there's always this thing hanging over your head that being out may not be safe? You yeah. Know what I, mean? I mean, so I, I, I work, so, um, I'm a big believer in the law of attraction, um, the law of positivity, the law of vibrations. Um, and so when I go outside, I'm not thinking in that regard. Like I know what the reality of the world is. I'm not naive or anything like that. But when it comes to the energy I'm bringing towards the situation, like I'm automatically assuming everything is going to be good. I'm automatically taking, like that's how I'm moving. That's how I'm, you know, breathing, putting that energy out. It's, I mean, it's the same, like I'm from Philly, like, it's real, like I'm from the hood. Like it's not good where I've lived at, you know. Like when, right. if I if there was a resume for blocks <laughs> that I've lived, like <laughs> my resume is stacked. Like I'm solid, you know. And I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a hood guy. Like I'm not, I'm that's not me at all. And so understand how to maneuver. Like it's really just a, a certain level of respect that all people want to be treated with um, in certain situations. Like I understand um, how a cop may perceive someone as a threat. Um, and should that happen? Absolutely not, because that's their jobs. But at the same time, like, if I'm in that situation, my number one goal is survival. And so I understand mm-hmm. what I have to do to make myself seem as least likely as a threat, you know? I'm, it's already a plus and I'm wearing glasses. Like, you're already looking at me. Like, <laughs> you know, I got the license plate, like, you know? So if I get pulled over, Hello, officer. I, you know, I'm doing what I have to do to get myself out of that situation because that's right. all I care. Like, I don't care about, oh, you pulling me up because I'm black. No, I just want to go home. Like, I don't care. You can give me a ticket. I will gladly take your ticket. Get me out of the situation. And I mean, but that's that's how I'm moving in all situations. Um, because I mean, things been real. Like, it's been like people been dying, and so right. that like that's the reality of life, honestly. So now, um, you know, they're, they're, the reality of a lot of people of color leaving the United States to go overseas, a lot of people bring in that baggage with them, right? Do you feel as that's something that, um, you know, being able to maintain your energy here versus trying to do that elsewhere, do you think that's something that you still be able to do? Or would you still be bringing in some of the baggage of the traumas of being a Black man in America when you travel? Or would you be able to separate the two? I think I'm definitely able to separate the two. Um, when I first got to IUP, like all my friends were, well, I lived in the traditional dorms. And so, and I wasn't like the most um, like rambunctious guy or 
Like I had, I enjoy myself. Like I maximize my fun. And so to do that, like I hung out with a lot of my friends that like we lived in the same dorm. Like those, it became, those were the, those were, that was the gang. Like we were it, like it was all, we were all friends. We were, those were the bros. Um, and most of them were white, obviously based off numbers. Um, and just being able to be, to kind of like assimilate into that culture, understand that culture, understand like, all right, these are just people at the end of the day, like white people, black people. Yeah, I had homies that were, I have a homie that's um, uh, uh, super conservative. Um, and it's just like, under, but at the same time, I understand like, it's nothing but love. Like he doesn't, he doesn't mean out of malice, out of ill will, anything like that. Like some things you might say that could be taken as offensive if, if you already come into that mindset. So I've, I'm able to like, pers- like kind of separate myself from that mindset of it being released because mm-hmm. I'm I don't I'm not a guy that bases everything off of race. I think that for the most part everyone wants to be a good person, but the way people go about being a good person is different. You know, like it's gotcha. based off what you know, what you learn, what you're around. You don't know the reality of you know um, somebody else's life unless you're living through it. Everybody doesn't have the ability to be empathetic, and I understand that. So based on that alone, you are gonna have a blast once you leave these countries. Listen, this country, man. bro. I mean, I'm just telling you. I mean, the reason I bring it up is, you know, there are people that take the same mentality of I gotta move around in the United States the same way I gotta move around the rest of the world, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of the times people are just curious as to how we're going about things and how do we do things. Mm-hmm. And so um, you know, the fact that you keep an open mind and you're conscious of just being able to attract the energy that you want and not necessarily be out there in fear, um, you're definitely going to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned being from Philly. So I want to ask, like, where were you what was going on when things started to shut down? Because Philly was probably one of the, I mean, I want to say Florida's the last place to still shut down post-COVID. But where were you when COVID decided to shut the country down? Because I know Philly people still were in doubt that COVID actually exists. Right now, right now, I know my, like, I, <laughs> so my, like, the, the thing about Philly is really weird. Like, you have to pay a lot of money living, like, certain places, and it's still not that. Like, I pay a lot of money for my, a good amount of money for my apartment, and it's not that. So right now, like, I got a speakeasy right down the street from me. You know, that's where, like, it be going down. And right now, like, you couldn't tell me it's COVID right now. Like, um, there's a a strip club down the street that's open every single night, you know? Like, um, with that being said, like, personally, Honestly, so it was that time of the year. I was honestly getting tired of my students. Like I was getting tired of teach. Like it was just a like every teacher hits that point. It was just like a wall. We're just going with the motions. Like I'm tired of this. We got a couple more months left. Yo, get me out of here. Give me the summer break. And it brought the summer break closer. So, and I'm on salary. It gave me the opportunity to just chill, okay. stay in the crib. So, um, okay. I'm, and so, so for you, and so for you adjusting, so I, I guess we we're going to go from, so when it hit, it was something that from what you're saying, like people in Philly were still not trying to really grab, weren't grasping to the fact that it was reality. Yeah. I mean, so 
Here's the thing, man. And I said this when it first started. You got guys that's really like, you know, in fear for their life. Like it's it's um I think it's Maslow's hierarchy of uh needs. Like, yo, you're not gonna care about a flu when you have your you're you're hungry or you might get shot at, you know, like mm-hmm. the murder rate's crazy this year. Like, who cares about the COVID? Like, you know, and unfortunately, I mean, you got old people, <laughs> but I mean, so putting things in perspective, like there's a bigger picture, unfortunately, and everyone's not able to see like, yo, this is like, there's a bigger effect, but it's not as as immediate as a bullet, you know? It's not as right. like violent as a bullet, you know? Like that's what the, that's what the priority is. I mean, for me, like I'm trying to, I try to respect it because I do have, um, my mom is older. Um, like I luckily I live by myself, so I'm able to kind of, isolate myself if I feel the need to start wilding. Like if I want to go somewhere and enjoy myself for a day, then I can come home and, you know, like really um, get the test um, and self-quarantine, like that's not a problem. But for people, a lot of people don't, aren't able to, like you're in contact with your grandma, in contact with your grandpa, contact with your mom, your your dad, you know, you're putting yourself in these situations, so. So, so is there a new norm for you since, I mean, it's, there's not really, I mean, outside of mask wearing, what's the new norm? Um, I think it would definitely be limiting, limiting my conversations, limiting like my interactions. Um, I mean, just like trying to be conscious of how many places I go, how many people I be around. Um, so it's like limiting my conversation, limiting my interactions, um, trying not to, like do too much, like just being conscious of, or I can't go here because I was here. Like, I'm not trying to be around these people because I got to make sure I'm good from being around these people. Right. So it was just like keeping that in the back of my head. Like just, yeah, just like limiting. Like, okay, it's too many people over here. I'm, I'm cool. Like, it's, miss me. Okay. That's the norm, okay. just being conscious of what's going on. All right. So just to switch things back to travel again, um, what would you tell your college self around travel? Like what, what are some things that you probably would have changed that would have allowed you to travel more? Um, couple things, uh, probably get, definitely get better with budgeting. Um, make a separate bank account, put money to the side from the refund checks. Um, that's about it <laughs> yeah I mean so like when I was like I um, I mean besides the refund checks like things weren't easy like I had to everything I finesse in undergrad was a finesse like Anything, even being a bruz, like anything that I did was a complete finesse. And so like, like it was nothing that came easy. So, I mean, besides maybe put money aside and have a, a better bank account, that way I didn't have as much access to my money. Um, but even with that, like I had a bar, I'm not mad at any of the money that I spent. Um, the shots were 25 cents at the bars. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's college life. Yeah, you can't you can't do that now. Yeah, you can't no, do that no. now. You won't wake up the next morning. No, no, <laughs> super no. So yeah, um, man. Yeah, 
Yeah, the, the reason I ask is because, you know, um, I mean, you see people like Rick, uh, people like myself and mm-hmm. a couple other people traveling while we were in college. And a lot of times it wasn't because we were balling out of control. It was really, budget. to your point, it was a budget, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nowadays you can make a payment plan towards an airplane ticket. Yeah. You can make a payment plan towards a hotel trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so a lot of times, you know, young bros transitioning out of college into real world think everything costs a million dollars. You know what I mean? And it really doesn't. It really just comes down to how bad do you really want to travel and what are you willing to not necessarily sacrifice, but put off for a little bit so that you can do those things. So um, I know personally, I probably would have done study abroad while I was in college, right? Primarily because I'm already paying for school. Might as well pay for school and a dope-ass, you know, European vacation or a cruise around the Mediterranean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But other than that, like like you said, I I think I enjoyed everything. Everything. College is a finesse. To get to college is a finesse. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think to your point is, you know, the, the reason I wanted you on is to show that, like, there's more to having fun and traveling than just getting on a plane and going somewhere. You know what I mean? And once you can enjoy yourself without having to get on a plane, like it's going to, it's, it's, it's going to be amazing yeah. once you do. And you realize your money go a long way. Yeah. Once you do that. You know what I'm saying? So, so where can people find you or get more information about you? Um, Instagram, Ron for president. Um, that's really my only social media. Um, so yeah, just follow me on Instagram, Ron for President, um, here in Philly, you know. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you for hopping on, um, okay, providing a, a dope perspective on travel domestically and road trips, man. Cause y'all road trip, like I don't know, y'all road trip more than I did. So <laughs> I mean, it's 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 amazing how y'all do it and able to keep up with. Every weekend, every homecoming, every party, y'all, y'all were really making it happen. It's the connections. Is is you know, is the home. Like, here's one thing about me and my my line brothers. Like, as as you know, we had homies. Like, we were we were cool dudes. Like, we weren't the tough. We weren't the toughest. We weren't the the no. We were cool dudes. Like, everybody rock. Like, we had every facet of IUP. Like, we knew. Every so it was like, yeah, I'm trying to go to that joint. Who you know going to that joint, Jess? Or who you know going to that joint, Pat? Who you know going to that joint, Ma? Oh, where he going? All right, see if we got another extra seat. All right, say less, we out. He won 20 for gas. He won 30 for say less. Yeah, for mm-hmm. real, for real. Shoot, you get 30, 20 to 30 dollars a person to gas. You can go as far as Miami if you want. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yo, so like I ain't gonna lie to you in 08. I took a road trip with D Jones from Clarion, yeah, yeah, yeah. myself, Rick, uh, Nick, and Aaron from my yard. Yeah. We rode from Pittsburgh to Chicago in the Honda Civic, right? Wow. And so, but that was the livest weekend. I mean, that was one of my livest, like, nah, we didn't. We just went, drove straight across because it was a taste of Chicago. So this was around like, I want to say 4th of July weekend or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we just decided to drive all the way out to Chicago. Um, when we got there, 
it was the person that was hosting already had like seven or eight people already staying there. Yeah. So at one given time, you talking about maybe like 12 to 15 people staying in like a one bedroom basement yeah. apartment. Listen, that that joint was interesting to say the least, but I ain't gonna oh, lie. Was that, was that that picture? Yeah. No, 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 that was not, that was, that was um, BK. Okay. <laughs> that picture was BK, yeah, where everybody's on the floor just yeah. knocked out. That weekend was epic as well. I mean, I don't remember most of that weekend, but <laughs> what you know, <laughs> I don't know nothing about that weekend. But <laughs> I know I had a blast. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, man. So that's really what I wanted to do. What kind of you know show a different side of travel other than just getting on a plane and just going out and about. So definitely appreciate your contribution because um, it does count. It's a very good platform. I appreciate you, good brother. All right, man, I'm going to let you go. 